Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Are you a lifelong fan of General Hospital? Are you a new fan who wants to know more about the history of the show? Do you enjoy talking about the show with others? Do you find yourself yelling at the TV? Is your self-care an hour a day in Port Charles? If so, we invite you to join hosts Amanda Kimmel and Shannon Coach at the place where all the hidden conversations take place and secrets are revealed. Meet us at Pier 54, a General Hospital fan podcast. Hello. Hi. Welcome to the Port Charles 411. Today, our fan spotlight is another fellow Pittsburgher. I love it. I know. They should get like a little, I'm sorry for everyone else, like around the country and around, we do have international too. Yeah. So now that things are kind of settling down more with COVID, like figure out something to do with our local people. Yes. So if you're in the Pittsburgh area and you would like to get together and talk about General Hospital, why am I holding my phone like a, my pen, like a microphone? <laughs> Anyway, we talk with Miranda Martin. I I just love the fact that she is so young. And she was like, yeah, no, I don't remember that. But blah, blah, blah. And we're like, oh, my gosh. Okay. Yep. We watched that when we were also home having our babies or finishing up such and such or whatever. Oh, my but God. But think about how many people write to us after we do a recap of like the 80 storylines. And they're like, it was so much fun listening to you discover this. Yeah, the first time yes. because they remember being home with their babies watching it live right. and they're like to hear another generation and that's really what it is it's another generation maybe that's why it's and i know we have a lot of men that like gh also but maybe that's why it's known as like the women's thing is because that's when most people seem to have discovered it is on maternity leave or because their moms watched it after discovering it on maternity leave. My papa started watching with my Grammy when he had back surgery because he was not working. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. See, it's just so good. It hooks you. It does. But anyway, so we talk about a lot of different things and she blows something wide open that I really don't understand how we did not think for one second about. So you're just going to have to listen and we'll talk about it afterwards. Hi there. Hello. How are you guys? Good. How are you? Doing well. Doing well. Well, thank you so much for joining us today. 
Of course. I'm happy to be here. Excited yeah. to see. I always like to talk GH, so I have my yeah. Corinthos coffee mug here. Right oh, very oh, nice. Yes. Perfect. <laughs> so you're also in Pittsburgh, right? Yeah. Yep. How are in Pittsburgh? I was going to say, I'm like, um, earlier with the thunderstorms, I was wondering, I'm like, oh, is our yeah. power going to go out? <laughs> yeah, we live in this kind of old apartment building here. So if there's ever a thunderstorm, we almost always lose power. So Very nice. it's pretty clear out in my area. So at but, least yeah, not sunshiny, nice but it's not raining here now. But oh, I'm great. Shannon. Oh, yep. I'm Amanda. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Um, nice to meet you guys and put faces to voices I hear on the podcast all the time. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I'm Miranda. I live in Pittsburgh now. Um, I'm from West Virginia and I've been watching GH like my entire life. <laughs> I yeah, I've been watching forever and I it's the one constant that I've had in my life is General Hospital some way. It was so weird during COVID when there was no new episodes for a couple of weeks. Mm -hmm. It was the weirdest thing. But I'm really I love watching GH. I got caught up this morning because I was on vacation and I took a few weeks. There was a time when I was like 15 episodes behind. So I had oh. to skip like two weeks or so. Just because who has the time to watch 15 episodes when they continue every day, you know, so mm -hmm. it's so easy to get behind. It really yeah. is, you know, it's, and then you skip years and then I feel like that's what happens though, is people miss two weeks and then they're like, well, I'm lost now. I'm not going to go back until like three years later and then suddenly you're back on track. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, um, I skip episodes pretty often not because I like don't like the storyline or anything it's although sometimes there are some storylines I could do without right now but it's mostly just because of time like mm -hmm. work gets ahead of you house stuff gets ahead of you and there's just not the time I wish there was the time to sit and take the self-care to watch GH but it is what it is yeah sometimes I mean now it's pressure for us because it's we have yeah. to <laughs> yeah yeah this is the first I've been caught up in quite a long time. Like this is the first I've been current on GH for a good long time. <laughs> well, good. So you said that your mom always watched with you too. Is, has yep. she been like a lifelong fan also? Yeah. So I think she started watching General Hospital after I was born. I think when she was on maternity leave with me, like my nap coincided with when GH came on. So I remember she would always have General Hospital on while she would, after dinner, she'd turn on GH and we would, uh, she'd get on the treadmill and do her workout or we'd just sit and watch GH together. Sometimes I would run off the bus and then get home just in time for GH to start. So I would have watched the episode before my mom had. And our rule was very hard and fast. If you watch GH on the DVR, do not delete it. Like if you watch it before I get home, don't delete it. I'll be very upset. Because mm -hmm. <laughs> that was before you could go back and like recover from like the deleted. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, it's so funny whenever I'm, we think about technology like that, you yeah, know? Yeah. And I'm a little, I'm a little younger than the typical GH viewership, you know, that, that you would see. So it's like, I don't remember really the VCR using, like, I, I probably started watching GH for real and like really being able to understand it in about 2008, nine, okay. something like that. I was trying to think when I was 
trying to prepare for this conversation, what storyline I actually remember, like the first storyline of my actually watching it. And I'm pretty sure it was when Michael killed Claudia and Sonny was on trial. Mm, I'm pretty sure that's the first storyline that I remember watching every day of. Now, -hmm. there were some other ones that I would just, like, I remember when they had everyone as hostages in the Metro Court. Mm -hmm. Was that when Alan was killed? It was, yeah. Okay, yeah. So I vaguely remember that, but I didn't get the importance of Alan being killed because I was like, oh, he's an old dude. And now he's dead. That's (laughs) that's sad. Um, (laughs) But it didn't really stick with me. Like, Like when, who died? recently that I really understood Edward when Edward died I was like that's a big yeah. deal that's yeah big yeah deal. I can't that's almost been well it's been eight years but it's been yeah. 10 years since Lila they haven't oh they haven't done anything for the 10 years of Lila mm-hmm. with all Carly's mm-hmm. talking about how Drew and Lila are the same you'd think yeah that, <laughs> maybe it'll yeah. lead us into I, something maybe I'm actually kind of into the Carly and Drew relationship I'm okay. I'm kind of into it you know I don't think it's that weird. Just, I don't know. I think she deserves some happiness and she Mm -hmm. deserves a a good looking man in her life. So (laughs) happy to see it. I just don't like the comparisons between him and Jason. Like if she wants to be with him because she really likes him, then I'm all for it. But if she's only trying to be with him because he's a good replacement for Jason, then that's not fair to him. I definitely think that's going to come up. Like some people are going to like ask her the questions. I'd really think it would be an interesting scene to see Jocelyn have that conversation with Carly. Mm, like yeah. you were about to marry this guy's brother less than a year ago. Right. You love you loved this guy, and he's dead. In quotes, mm-hmm. as <laughs> as dead as a soap opera character can be, you know. <laughs> but yeah, and you're about to get involved with his brother. Weirder things have happened on the show. <laughs> yeah, yes. true. But it's because they have her saying things like, you know, Jason would always talk me down and Drew's like, I can do that for you. And it's, okay, yes, you know, like people can have multiple people help them, but it's because it was mm-hmm. started by the comment, Jason used to do this for me. And he's saying, yep. I can fill that role. That's where I kind of agree. Right. It gets, I, I think that they are cute together. Like I think that, and aesthetically, I mean, they're very nice to look at together as a couple, you know? Yeah. But yeah, exactly. You know, it, it would be great if she fell in love with him almost in the same way that she fell in love with Jax, you know, because he's not a mobster. He's not, and Drew doesn't have any shady stuff going on. You know, Jax always had the, the business shady stuff going on. Drew yeah. is just like, I'm just trying to figure out this business. Do you want to go to Aruba? You know, things like that. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I wonder though, if Carly would get bored by it, Mm. by not having the, um, the insanity, the, the violence, the like craziness that her life has always been. I think she might get a little bored. That is true. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, she'd probably blow it up. Would the second thing start going great? And yeah. like you're just doing normal dating things and not getting shot behind <laughs> in parking lots or on the pier, it's gonna throw her off, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Ah. Oh, that's true. <laughs> so you have two dogs. Yes. Yes. Their <laughs> names, they're Chihuahuas, and their names are Max and Milo, named after Sonny's bodyguards from back in the day. Whatever <laughs> happened to those two characters? I don't really know, 
Yeah. Um, but they need to bring them back in some type of way. You know, I miss Max and Milo. Mm-hmm. I mean, as far but, as yeah. we know, Max and Diane are still together, right? Milo and did, Epiphany yeah. broke up, right? I think so. That sounds right to me. Wasn't but I don't Milo think... like doing a stripper thing there for a while, like a male stripping thing on the show. That was for the nurses ball. They were doing ma- yeah. magic Mi- wands, Milo and the magic wands yeah. or whatever it was. Okay. I remember that now. Yeah. <sighs> kind it of getting cute. in it on the magic awesome mic the first still. time, but like by the fourth time it was like, all right, like, why are we doing this still? It's yeah. I, that was me. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, they were good to look at, but we got the point the first time. Yeah. yeah. It was like a gag, times. like a comedic right. scene for the nurse's ball. And maybe, maybe you could bring them in for a bachelorette party or something for like a two minutes oh, or yeah. less thing. And then like, but it was mentioned off screen, like as off screen things a few times. I just wondered what happened there. I can't but, remember where they said he was going when he broke up with Epiphany. Wasn't he? No, he wasn't opening his own gym. I don't know, but it broke her heart. Yeah. She went away because she had all that time saved up. Yeah. So she went on a very long vacation to figure things out for herself. I forget. Okay, hold on. (laughs) Now it's time to to Google. We'll have to do some research, but I just love having our our small chihuahuas. Max, I mean, that's kind of an oxymoron. Like, of course, chihuahuas are small, but Max is about five and a half, six pounds, and Milo is like eight pounds, and I just think (laughs) it's so cute. We have our guard dogs, our bodyguards, our chihuahuas, and I love it. (laughs) So it says that Milo disappeared again, and in October 2020, Epiphany revealed that she and Milo had broken up because he was always traveling and working and they hadn't seen each other in months. Oh, okay. I thought he left for a reason. I think that's it. Hmm. Yeah, the last time that we saw Milo was when he was watching over Sonny's daughter, Christina, in the safe house after she was rescued from Dawn of Day. Mm -hmm. Wow. It has been a good bit. Mm -hmm. Yeah. What year was that? Wasn't that like 2018, 17? 19, 19, maybe? It's hard to put years to storylines, you know? It's like, I know that happened while I was in college Mm -hmm. because I remember where I would watch it from, you know? So sometimes I can snip general times that that may have taken place, you know? Well, especially with COVID, I mean, I feel like that kind of took a lot of any timeline away. Yeah. Can't find about Max. Oh, here. When was the last time Max was on? I think it's been longer since Max has been on. Mm Mm-hmm. Wait, it says Max had a longtime crush on Carly, who he had called Mrs. C, but he didn't truly find love until he dated attorney Diane Miller. Unfortunately, after a few years, they split up. I don't remember them saying anything about that. No, we are going to check this. I mean, that was that was like soapsheknows.com. So it was definitely a reputable. Oh, my gosh. All the pop-ups. So many pop-ups are insane. No. Okay, hold it. It says August 2011, Max and Diane ended their four-year relationship and they parted as friends. That would have been 11 years ago. Okay. Okay. Odd. That seems way (laughs) longer than I thought it would be. Like, 2011 seems way longer. September 2015, they're back together. Okay. Okay. We're not crazy. I'm like, how are we all thinking for 11 years that they're still together? That's not really... (laughs) That's a lifetime in soap operas. Right. (laughs) If you can make it more than a year when you're married to the same person. It just says August August 21st. So four years ago today, Max gave his condolences to Michael, 
We thought his son was dead. And that's when, oh, oh, Jonah. And that's the last time we've seen him. That was the last time that we saw him was four years ago. Wow. Yeah, we need to bring them back. Yeah. There's a lot of characters that they need to bring back. I have thoughts on all that. Go for it. First first of all, there is no way that Luke Spencer is dead. No. No way on God's green earth is that character dead in that way that they did it. Don't believe it for a second. Anytime right. my, my boyfriend makes fun of me because I, I yell at the TV, like you guys say in your intro, of the <laughs> podcast, right? Like, I'm like, anytime they're talking about Luke, especially if Laura's the one talking about him, I'm like, he's not dead. There is no way that he is dead. And if, if this character ends up being dead, I will be furious. If they don't do something for the 60th anniversary, which I think is like next year, mm-hmm. maybe maybe sooner, and like bring back maybe not the actor, but like in some type of way, like I mean, they can't replace, they can't bring in a new actor for Luke. No. Everyone would be so angry. No. But I believe they have to do something to honor that character and actor a little mm-hmm. better than mm-hmm. what they did. And yeah. Victor being the one to kill him, I just don't get it. It would be like I if Helena it, had like been. Like yeah. I mean, the Ice Princess is still missing. I feel like with them bringing up a lot of Lulu lately, too, she's going to be coming back, maybe. And, of course, she's yeah. going to come out and go, what do you mean my dad died? Maybe she and Dante will partner up and have a little Luke and Laura adventure of their own. Oh, that'd and be go good. Find Luke. And he can go use his WSB stuff. Oh, maybe that'll be with the 60... 60- Shoot. Somebody said that... Um, they did hear like a director or a writer say that they do listen to podcasts and mm-hmm. um, if they get on, if we are too correct, they start to change things. Ah, uh, so we got to keep our theories under, <laughs> right? offline, you know, yeah. we got to keep them offline a little bit. <laughs> that would be really good though. For the 60th anniversary, have Lulu come out of her coma, have her and Dante go on the adventure to find, what do you mean Luke's dead? And then they find him alive. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I kind of like the idea that Luke is with Holly, wherever Holly is. I, I kind of like that. That All of those stories were quite a bit before my time of mm-hmm. watching GH. So a lot of it, I thanks to your 411s, I understand it a little bit more <laughs> than, I did bef- than I did before. I'd be like, oh, yeah, that happened. Okay, I don't really understand the significance of it, but I never thought to go and research it. I just... Mm-hmm continue watching <laughs> fill in the gaps in my own mind you know and most of the time that's we're learning it for the first time too mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know so i mean when because we both had the only impression of holly we had was from when she came back in like the 90s early 2000s mm-hmm. and she was kind of she was not the sweet holly that was with robert yeah. so we couldn't understand like why are why is everyone loving holly and robert and then we did the research on holly and robert and we're like okay we love Holly and Robert. Like, <laughs> yeah, it makes yeah. so much more sense now. But yeah, yeah the that other character, awesome. the other character that I think they need to bring back is Emma. I think they need to bring Emma in. They can age Emma up like they did with Spencer. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, all the kids. I mean, I, you know, we call them kids because everyone else is older on the show, right? But like Joss and Cam and them are all like what nineteen twenty. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. So, like, they're all coupling up with each other, and Spencer's been left alone going to prison, which, well, he escaped prison, so, well, he should probably go back, you know? But I think they could bring Emma in as a doctor or something, or a 
medical student or something. And, you know, she has like super smart blood of other doctors, you know, Patrick mm -hmm. and Robin and wasn't Patrick's dad a doctor too? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. That was Rick Springfield, right? Yep. 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 Yeah. Okay. Dr. Okay. Noah I'm Drake. Putting it all together. <laughs> <laughs> so they have like, they're all fancy doctors in all her family. So she's got it in her blood. She could be like a child prodigy or something. You know, they've done that on Grey's Anatomy before. They can do it on General Hospital. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. We actually talk about that on tomorrow's 411 or tomorrow's recap because they mentioned Emma this week. And yeah. Anna said she just finished her freshman year of college. And we're like, okay, mm -hmm. they aged her up. So, yeah. Is she coming? I guess, I mean, is, is that going to rekindle? Are they going to correct the mistake that they've made with saying that Cam and Spencer have been fighting over Joss since they were kids? where it was they fought over Emma, you know? Yeah. So yep. are they going to correct that and be like, oh, yeah, that's right, you know, because she and Spencer were together. Mm -hmm. Well, she was with both mm -hmm. of them at one point. Like, she had their little little crushes. Little with crushes and everything. But yeah, I really liked the, the kid, like, when they were kid kids mm -hmm. and the child actors that were on. Yeah. I, I always thought those were cute. The actor that played Spencer as a kid was super cute and Spencer as a young kid was such an insufferable little character you couldn't yes. help but laugh at him you know <laughs> but this new what is his name Nick is his name Nicholas? Nicholas Chavez he's such a good actor I'm like it's sometimes it's hard when you bring a character in especially someone like Spencer and Esme they had to do scenes with um Laura who's a soap legend and all of these and it's like your first day on a soap opera that's been on for some people's lifetimes you're doing scenes with legends you may have never acted on any shows before it's crazy pressure and some people rise to it and some people not so much and then they bring in someone else nine months later you know right right no both of them definitely i mean when esme was up against sunny screaming in her face yeah. I was just like, wow, like that girl is good because mm -hmm. I'd be crying, <laughs> I'd be crying <laughs> now, especially as a young kid. Yeah. Yeah. I think when he did his acceptance speech, I think that Nicholas Chavez said, I believe that this is for his first role because I think he said something about like last year I was selling cars. Mm -hmm. So for this to be his first, like he's not a child actor that has grown into this, you know, mm -hmm. it's, yeah. this was it. And now he's killing it yeah for sure do you think that jocelyn and cameron are gonna break up yeah yeah i think they're i think they're going to i i love them together they were so cute but joss is too cam is too nice for joss does that make sense uh-huh like he's too wholesome for for how she is you know she's very intense and punchy and cam is like no don't punch you're you're fine calm down and then she gets even more crazy because well you can't tell anyone to calm down when they're already right. <laughs> a little angry you know i i think that they need to bring in a character that'll match joss's energy and cam doesn't do that anymore mm -mm. yeah they were good like in high school and everything and the will they won't they you know all that but Especially, mm -hmm. she has grown a lot in the past year. And not, I mean, he has too, but it's like they've grown separate ways, not yep. together. You know, she gets mad at yeah. him for every little thing. And it's yeah, not like you know, he's doing anything wrong. 
I I was thinking about this while I was listening to your podcast because I'll listen while I'm like taking a walk or in the car. You know, I'm always multitasking, right? And I was just thinking, you know, Joss is 19, 20. Like, I think that's about the age of the character, right? So we're analyzing this as adults, people who have like not been 19 or 20 for a few yeah. years, right? She's thinking at, about it as a 19 year old. When I was 19, I would have gone I would have been a little bit less logistical about it. You know, I probably would have been angry with my boyfriend if he couldn't take me out on a date because I wanted to go on a date. I wouldn't be thinking like, oh, he's taking care of his brothers because his mom is indisposed at the moment. You know, yeah. it's one of those immature things. Yeah. Right. I just think given, I mean, especially the things that she has also gone through in her family, like that you would think that she would have been a little bit more understanding of. I mean, I could see if it was just he had to work because he has to pay for college, her not understanding mm -hmm. that completely. But where it was for caring for his brothers, you know, that was just weird for me. Right, because she it was, takes care of Donna and Avery right. here and there. Yeah, we've seen her. But no, I, mean, right. has, I mean, it's and she I mean, has more of that privilege, you know, because mm -hmm, her family, comes, her family's loaded. Carly's not loaded anymore, unfortunately. <laughs> I hate that story hate that story with like a passion <laughs> i just I think it's hate gonna be nina. interesting I, to see how she comes out of it though yeah i i hate nina i hate nina so much <laughs> i will let you two talk <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's just awful i i don't like so i don't remember what day's episode it was because i watch on hulu so they'll all just play one right after the other so i don't yeah. always know which day it was but willow and tj were out on the court area of the hotel and she was just peering through the the door i don't know if she heard anything about what they were talking about but i just didn't like that she was eavesdropping mm -hmm. like that gives me one more thing to be annoyed with you about <laughs> do do you need to add any more i fast forward through the carly and not carly and nina the sunny and nina scenes like i don't want to see it just it it doesn't work the relationship doesn't work for me. <laughs> I yeah. don't like it. No, I'm with you. I hate all of it. I don't like I don't like the way Nina is because it was shown that she's grown through these past couple years and is supposed to be a strong independent woman like Carly, but when she's around Sunny, it's like she can't think for herself no matter what he says. She's like, "Okay, whatever you want to do." And it's annoying. Yeah. yeah. I just I I think she's kind of whiny. Like, I don't mm -hmm. like the whininess. I don't like it at all. And I don't like that Willow is kind of turning into a softer character. I don't, I don't like that they made her pregnant. I didn't want her to be pregnant. I knew that she was going to be sick, but I personally didn't want her to be pregnant. Mm -hmm. Because, I don't know, I think there's so many other stories you can do to develop a female character than have them marry and then be and then get pregnant, you know? Yep. Like, there's so much more that we can do to for character development, you know? Right. And the last thing I want to see, I mean, I didn't want her to be, I didn't want them to make her pregnant, but I, the last thing I want to see is her getting rid of this baby so she can be better or something happening to this baby so that she can get better. Like, do we, do we need to have that choice? Like every five years or so, there's like one mother character that like has to choose between saving herself or saving her baby. Mm -hmm. Similar situation happened with Maxie. And we just wrapped that story up like four months ago, three months yeah. ago. 
Right. And, and now we're doing it again Willow in a different through, way. And we've already seen Willow go through a horrible, devastating loss of a child. Mm -hmm. You know, why are we doing that to her again? Because... Just to bring Nina in. That's the only reason. Right. Me but like you said, like making her sick Nina. would have been enough. Yeah. I just don't like that since they permanently paired her with Michael, they seem to, like you said, weaken the character. It's like yep. she she isn't her anymore. Like she's kind of mm -hmm. sassier. So, I mean, like she's developed a little bit that way. But it's like as long as it's okay with Michael, yeah. she is doing this X, Y, Z, you know? I'm and not sure. I'm not sure that I like where they're taking Michael, you know, but I understand it. I understand that something new has to happen with Michael, but I'm mm -hmm. just not sure that I, I, I'm just unsure about it. Mm -hmm. Maybe eventually I'll get to the like love to, I think he's going to come into a character that you love to hate. I think that's how he's going to mm -hmm. form over the next couple of years, but we'll see. I just don't like the way that he treats Willow and like what you were just saying, like, if it's okay, it's more inadvertent. It's not, like, right on. Like, right. He's not domineering, and he's definitely not, like, you have to do as I say. But it's... Mm -hmm. I don't feel... Her and Chase were peers. Partners. Yeah, you know, they like, were equal. They were in an equal partnership, yeah. right? And I don't necessarily see that with her and Michael. Yeah. It's not like he's luring, like, money or anything over her head, but it's kind of like what we were saying a few minutes ago about Joss and Camp. They're not mm -hmm. equals in the relationship anymore. Yeah. They've grown differently. And they could have been, you know, they could have, when when they first got together, you know, merging that family, deciding to raise Wiley together and everything, mm -hmm. that was a really good, I mean, I feel like that was would have been storyline enough to keep Michael interesting and to see, show them struggling with all of that, you know, and then having Harmony and also mm -hmm. having Nina, like, that's enough friction. You know, you don't have to throw in the also, yeah, you can be mad at Sonny, but to the point where you're taking down everything yeah. to do with him, like, that's just very, it, I, I don't know, that that felt like a weird step for them to take him to. Yeah, especially because Michael's a corporate guy. Like, mm -hmm. really what money is really what he has that he can hire these goons to infiltrate the business and try and mess it up you know but it felt weird to me mm -hmm. do you know what would be awesome is if sunny invested in aurora is the one that's publicly traded yeah in order to save it after the big mess that just happened and then michael and then michael's calls, gonna have to be like his own demise yeah. yeah see but then that would have been i don't know have them go to head to head as business guys you know mm -hmm. not Right. Yeah. I think it would be interesting to see Sonny as a business, like in a boardroom businessman, mm -hmm. you know, like just because I don't think we've seen that. We've seen the the mob side of the business, but I don't think we've seen him play the actual businessman side of the table. That would be cool to see. Yeah, it doesn't seem like, like Sonny, coffee And, you know, giving Phyllis Charlie's and stuff like that and Valenino's. You know, but I mean, you're right. We haven't seen him in the boardroom. It would be an interesting, an interesting premise for like a week or two. You know, because he claims he's a he's a um, genuine businessman, and well, mm -hmm. he does have genuine businesses and the right. Corinthos coffee and my favorite coffee mug. But we we've never get, gotten to see that on screen, and I think that would be kind of cool. 
just a just a, sh a short little shift not like forever changing the character because that character is iconic and yeah. the actor plays it that way see and that would make more sense though too with because he just had the conversation with Mina this week about there's going to be things I can't tell you about my business, blah, 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 blah. But if he's really, because I think pretty much everyone's in agreement now, Sonny is half Sonny, half Mike. Yeah. He's, it would make more sense for him to move into the more legitimate businesses and yes, yeah, still right. keep the, you know, still keep his cash cow going, but, mm -hmm. you know, be making that shift because now he's with Nina and she is in that world. Have him then doing that instead of him being, because I see her doing what Robin did to Jason and eventually what Sam did to Jason, the whole, it's me or the mob. And now, you know, they're going to choose the mob, right? You know, but if well, you were you making know, that shift. How many, how many times has a woman come into Sonny's life and been like, hey, I don't like your business, but I love you. So I'm not going to say anything about your business. And then six months later, it's like, I hate your business and you mm, need right. to leave it. I don't think Nina's the one that's going to get him to. He, mm -hmm. no. It's been forever that he's had this issue. The only woman that I can remember he was with that seemed to not have a problem with the mob at all was Carly, and he chose the other blonde lady. So you know what? You made your life complicated. Stop complaining. I, I say that a lot about a lot of characters on the show, too. <laughs> like, you made your life this way. That's yeah. enough now of the complaining. <laughs> Well, yeah, because, I mean, Brenda tried to get him to stop, and it did not work. And, I mean, he loved her, right? Mm -hmm. You know, but you're right. Carly was like, okay, this is what you do. I'm not going to get in the way. And gosh, I wish that they had just kept her filling in for him. That would have been... Mm -hmm. I loved to see Carly that way. I, lo I love a powerful female character that is just like stepping into it and going that scene when she was taking Sonny's seat with the five families. Mm -hmm. I was like, everything about this is great. Your shoes, your, your dress, everything that your whole presence as a person in this room is just great. We love yes. to see it. I, I think that could have lasted a lot longer and mm -hmm. it was just really unfortunate what happened with Jason, man. I loved him and Britt. I thought that was so yeah. cool. And I'm really, I really felt for Brett after he died. You know, I was mm -hmm. like, man, not only, you really cared for this guy. Like, no, you did not know him as long as Carly did. And you didn't know, you didn't have the relationship with him that Carly had with him. But like, that doesn't mean you're not allowed to grieve. Doesn't mean you're not allowed to be sad. And it's yeah. really unfortunate that some people were saying, no, you didn't know him like I did. So you can't be sad. I was like, no, oh. even if you only knew and him for a he week. Was the only one, he was the only one that knew about her condition. Mm -hmm. So she's like going through that alone again. And I'm interested to see what shakes out with her and Cody. Because she I deserves like him. I really like him. Yeah. He's an interesting dude, man. Got a weird backstory. Yeah. That's another one of the characters that I didn't know were things until I had to. <laughs> I listened to the episode last week, the fan spotlight from last week. I was like, okay, this makes sense. Now I kind of know who this character was, mm -hmm. who his mom is and all that. I makes more sense now. So we are actually going to, so like this fan interview, it's not going to be released this Thursday because mm -hmm. they threw in Dominique. And so we yep. did, we're doing a 411 on Dominique. So, and now I feel like, yeah, it's going to be a rabbit hole. <laughs> <laughs> it, it always is. 
Um, yeah, I know you guys talked about doing how you might do a 411 on Carly and mm -hmm. her life. Yeah. I was like, that would be complicated, but would that be more complicated than the Allen 411? Because that was a tough, that seemed like it took a long time to do. At, that was 12 episodes, yes. I feel like Carly would definitely have to be storyline driven. So it would be Carly and Tony. And then, like, mm -hmm. I, I do think it would actually be more difficult than Alan just because, yeah. and probably Alan's because we have more resources. Of, Carly, as a character, weaves through all of the different families. Right. Yes. In, in Port Charles. Like, she's been involved with the Quartermains a little bit, and Carly and Monica kind of don't hate each other as much as they used to, but it's still kind of there. Mm -hmm. She's involved with Bobby and the Spencers and then with, with Sonny, obviously. So like all the main families within Port Charles, she's connected to in some type of way. And there are other characters like, like Anna really that are kind of like, that's her lane. She's with those legacy characters and does mm -hmm. those things. She bridges, they've been bridging her a little bit with the Cassidines recently or maybe forever, because, you know, it's hard to know everything that's gone on for 60 years, but. Well, we did, a, we did, hers was only five parts, mm -hmm. and that's because we included when Anna Devane was on All My Children, but you're oh, right, okay. Anna was a very, she's a very clear character, you know, it's, she has, it's pretty much all WSB related, you know, it's always mm -hmm. what, what little adventure is she on right now, mm -hmm. you know, it's very, but Carly has definitely been everywhere, all over the map. Yeah. Yeah, with everyone. So who's your favorite character? You said you hate Nina. Who's your favorite? I love Carly. Okay. Like, actually, so you can laugh at me if you want, but this dress that I'm wearing is was, like, inspired by a dress I saw Carly wearing a couple weeks oh, ago. Yeah. Um, I think you guys even maybe talked about it on the podcast at some point. Like, the dress she wore... When she said she invested in Aurora, that was mm -hmm. that was when she was wearing that outfit. And I think, like, I looked for it. You mentioned a website, and I went on the website and looked at it, and it was a quite expensive dress. So I went to the outlets and bought one that looked similar. <laughs> that's that's awesome. What's yeah. that? It's um, it's not cosplay. It's bounding because um, okay. there's like Disney bounding. So like you dress mm -hmm. like in the theme of the character but you're not dressed exactly like the character yeah. my daughter looks at a lot of that stuff on <laughs> i knew that's how you knew that yeah so like if i wanted to be snow white like i would have like a blue skirt and then like a white mm -hmm. top then like maybe like red sleeves or something like that or like a, in a red bow in my hair or like yeah. alice in wonderland like a blue skirt and yeah stuff like that that way people do that to go to disney because you're not yeah. if you are an adult you're not allowed to dress like a character to go oh. to disney oh. because that's what my yeah the kids a few are of my to. friends did the Disney the Disney College program uh -huh. when they were done with college, and they would they would say that they'd have adults come in wearing actual replicas of the princess outfits, and that's against the dress code because mm -hmm. well, if a little kid comes up to just me dressed like Snow White, I've not been trained in the Disney way, you know. Right. I've not been trained. I don't know the sayings that you're supposed to say and the things you're. I don't have the voice down, so I don't sound like Snow White. And it messes with the brand. It's a whole thing. It totally makes sense. Yeah. It does. I've just never thought about it. Yeah. But so the website is as worn on TV. Okay. All yep. Right. I think that's, yeah, that, that was it, yeah. right? Yeah. But no, I love that. That's awesome. Because you're right. Because we did. We went down a rabbit hole of everyone's clothes one week. Because one was like 
$500. And the other one was like, a, it was Sasha's bathing suit. It was 20 bucks on Amazon. Mm. And it okay. looked amazing, you know? Wasn't yeah, that you know, it's, then the cover up was like $800 yeah. or something. <laughs> you know, to have that kind of money. I know. $800 for a cover up, man. And you never it, know. Maybe they're getting feet. some stuff on loan. Who knows? Right. Yeah. <laughs> like, guys, I think I can help you with your budget here. You know? <laughs> yeah, I really like Carly. I don't, I'm sad for what's going on with her right now, but I'm interested to see how she comes out of it because she's never down for long. So I, I do want her to like save herself. I, I know she hasn't taken money from anybody. I want her to find a way to save herself. And then I want her to buy Nina out of the Metro court and evict her mm -hmm. and never and like ban her from entering the establishment ever again. Like I want it to be over the top level, like <laughs> what she ends up doing to Nina. I don't think I just, Nina will sell to her though. I don't think Nina's ever gonna give this up now. There are so many different business things that they could come up with to get her to like they could short out her magazine and then her magazine goes under and like mm. lots of her money goes with it. Like I know she's an heiress of some type, so like she has family money, mm -hmm. but like I'd love to see her business crumble. That would just be hilarious. <laughs> that would just yeah, be sad for I, Crimson. But then maybe, oh, who could take it over? They can merge it with the. I was just going to say, I'm like, Lucy will just take it over. Maxie can mm -hmm. finally get to be in the role that she should have been in. Yeah. But I don't like, I'm sad for Sasha. I'm so sad for Sasha. And I, I think I may have missed like the, the like ending of, her story when she like I saw when she smashed the windshield of the car mm -hmm. have they wrapped that up yet like I know she was gonna go to an arraignment or a hearing or something but I didn't I don't remember seeing that no, no. we haven't seen any of that yet it's been like two okay. weeks right yeah because the last just, I remember talking still about in jail. Sasha yeah the last I remember them talking about her was Martin talking with Brando mm -hmm. about potentially doing a conservatorship, mm -hmm. which I think because I followed the Free Britney movement for Britney Spears quite intensely, I think mm -hmm. that would be really interesting. Also, totally understand why Sasha needs to be replaced with someone else in her role at Deception. It's not good for yeah. the brand. Totally I, I get it. She it's would understand. Sasha, it's really sad for her, but. That's what happens when you get too close to people in business. When you start thinking thinking of them as your sister, start thinking of them as someone like family. You're gonna you're gonna let someone who's convicted of assault, right? Like who on video is found smashing the smashing in a windshield of a car, right? You're gonna let them keep doing stuff, and you're gonna lose out in the end. You're gonna lose money. You're gonna lose credibility in the industry, mm -hmm. but that was also kind of like Britney Spears, you know, like she went crazy with the paparazzi and tried to like smash the windows mm -hmm. too. So we'll see how that goes. I'd be, I'd be kind of interested. I'd rather them do that than say not guilty by reason of insanity or something. I'd rather right. them go with the conservatorship route because mm -hmm. I don't want to see her in a treatment facility that she doesn't think she needs to be in because, well, she'll, she'll never get better. Mm hmm well, she realizes that she has a problem. Right. Like she needs to, because I think that she will understand why she can't still be the face because 
it's also not good for her health right now. She could possibly go back because if they are going to be supporting her mental health, you know, and mm-hmm. how they released that public statement that, you know, they are supporting their family's mental health, you know, getting her in recovery. But I agree. Like, I hope that they don't draw it out too, too long, but she does need, she needs to have it pulled out from underneath her to mm-hmm. not, not pulled out from underneath her, but you know, like they need to say, listen, given this, at this time, you know, you still have all your, you still have what, 30% of the company, whatever mm-hmm. she has, right. yeah. you know, but like they're unfortunately not her out of ownership. It's just, right. we need to bring in another model. We yeah, need right. to bring so in. So who do you think model. it's going to be? I was just going to, oh, okay. Well, you ask her. <laughs> no, you're good. But that was <laughs> I honestly don't know. I'm not sure who they'd bring in. I, I think it would be cool if they brought in a whole new character, mm. like a whole new person just to come in. Like maybe someone just a little bit younger than Sasha and them. I'm not sure what, I don't really know how, I know like the general ages of, of what they are, but like, you know, Joss and them are in their late teens, twenties. I was mm-hmm. thinking Sasha was probably in like late twenties, thirties, like someone maybe in yeah. the middle, like not quite like Joss's age, but not like married. 26. Yeah. Like my age more or less, mm-hmm. you know, someone just like that could still it wouldn't be icky if they got involved with like a Spencer, you know, not also in college, you know, done with college, right. early professional, something like that. Hmm. I don't know. I like it. Oh, I what just about think, Christina? Oh, that would be good. Yeah, she's the right age. Yeah, if they could bring, if they could like, they'd have to do a little bit of character development for a few weeks to get her there, I would think. Yeah, that's true. She just doesn't seem like a model type of person to me. Amanda like, suggested Trina herself. a few weeks ago. Who? Trina. Oh, Trina. Yeah, they can do that. Yeah, I didn't really like the sex tape story and the mm-hmm. whole, I did not like, I had to fast forward through any time like over the winter when they were talking about like Joss and Cam getting getting involved for the first time. I was like, okay, yeah. this is too young in for me. I, I don't know. I know that they're adults, but it still seems weird. Yeah. <laughs> Do we have to put it on? And I understand they had to build up to the sex tape because that was going to go on for like months of the story. But do we have to spend like five minutes an episode talking about when they're going to, you know, for the first time? Like that seems like something that you wouldn't involve others in. And I just didn't like it. I had to fast forward through it. It made me feel yucky. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I agree. That's it. It was definitely uncomfortable. And, you know, I mean, we all remember being teenagers and you're like, oh, well, I can relate to this. I don't know if teenagers talk like that to each other in that much detail every single day. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I, I I've not. worked with middle schoolers. <laughs> I've worked with middle schoolers before and they are a little more advanced than you would think that a 13 year old would be. It's quite, it makes me nervous and I'm not even a mom, you know, it's like, oh, you got to watch those kids and their cell phones. I sound yeah, like a yeah. real old person when I say that, but you got to watch them in the social media because. Oh, my son and I have had some really good conversations keep- about that because I'm like, he's 20. Yeah. And, you know, I'm like, you can't control what people send you. Mm-hmm. But if you get sent stuff like delete, 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 and, yeah. you know, be careful of things that you're clicking on. And yeah. <sighs> and it's just like creepers on the internet are gonna creep right and they're really good at their creeping habits so do yes. you want to make it easy for them you know like Have more watch celebrities these days are keeping their their kids off their 
Instagrams. Mm-hmm. Like they're not posting photos of their kids. And it's like, if a photo of their child comes out, it's because a paparazzi was like really like hidden and got a photo of their child. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I understand that, especially when you have a big following. Mm-hmm. Like you got to keep your, you got to protect your youngins, you know? Yeah. And that's a lot of celebrities say, like, it was my choice to do this life. You know, it's not theirs. Mm-hmm. And if they choose later, like, okay, fine. But, right. you know, for right now, they're babies. Leave them alone. Yeah. yeah. yeah There's a sure. um, Netflix documentary called The Most Hated Man on the Internet. Mm-hmm. And it talks about, so th- that's one thing that I wish that they had talked a little bit more about was why the charge of revenge porn was the charge. Mm-hmm. You know, like, what is the story behind it? You know, why? Like, why is this a thing now? Because the way that they're making it sound is more like it's a one-off and Mm -hmm. it's actually something that is a lot bigger deal and happening a lot more than I think most people realize, you know? Especially on college campuses. Mm -hmm. I I had to take some different Title IX trainings when I worked at my university in various capacities. And it's like, they would show the data of this is happening at our school. These are the investigations we have open right now. And this is happening right under your nose in front of your face. And it's so hard to prosecute. It's so hard to actually do something with it because it's like what they said in the first bit of when it all went out in the show and they were in class, right? And the -hmm. professor told Joss and Cam, you guys should be more careful with your intimate recordings. I was I was fuming because like of course that is what everyone says about these things all the time. Well, you never should have you never should have taken the photo. You never should have taken the recording. And in this case, it's completely different. They did not know it was going on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, and that happens a lot. And like we saw, we we heard the outcome of the Title IX with the school, but like we didn't have her go talk to them and have them mm-hmm. say. Listen, we have had X number of charges just this year alone. You know, this is why we're finding you, quote, guilty. You know, it was just a guilty. You know, Mm -hmm. it wasn't, listen, you know, this is a serious problem. It was just, bam. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. I I liked the scenes with Jocelyn and that, I know the actor is Maurice's son, I think, that played the the guy from school. I thought those Mm -hmm. were good scenes because he just, the the kid felt entitled to asking Jocelyn some really intense personal questions and just making passes. And she was like, absolutely not. I did not ask for my whole self to be on display for all of the world to see. And just because this happened to me does not mean that I am open for business, does not mean you're allowed to have these, you're allowed to talk to me that way. I just, I like to see people standing up for themselves. Mm -hmm, mm Mm-hmm. I like mm-hmm. Jocelyn a lot too. She's yeah. like, she's such a good actress. They have good actors in the young kids' roles right now. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, I think they the start- girl that's taken over Trina. I mean, she's done an amazing job too because she took over in the middle. It was the same thing when Chad Dole took over Michael. You know, yep. to step in in the middle of a huge storyline and just be able mm-hmm. to pick it up. Yeah, I like Ava and Trina together. I think that's a cool relationship. I like Ava a lot, too. Mm-hmm. Carly and Ava are probably my favorites. I really liked Olivia back in the day. I'm, I don't dislike her now, but when Olivia was with Johnny a good long time ago, I mm-hmm. thought that was kind of cool. She doesn't do anything now. All she does is run the well, hotel and talk yep. about Leo. Yep. Well, and the and try to cook the- in the kitchen 
And then they get mad because she cooks in the kitchen. Yeah. And they're dropping the ball on her being involved, her and Ned being involved in Leo's treatment and what that does to a parent and like the marriage relationship too. I mean, it's a statistic. I think it's like 80% of marriages with um, a child that has special needs, like they end in divorce. One of of your daughters is on the spectrum, right? Yeah. Yeah. So you... It's definitely a good story. I like what they've been doing with Leo. I think he's yeah. such a cute little guy. Oh, he is adorable. And when we met Lisa LeCicero at the GH Fantasy event in mm-hmm. April, I said something about the cost of, like, I, I forget how exactly it came up, but I said something about and the speed it, of treatment. It's the speed of treatment. I said, it's great. I said, but that doesn't happen. I was like, it takes three years to get things. Mm-hmm. And that could just be our area, you know, whatever. And she goes, I have said, we need to be saying, because we are billionaires, we're able to hire private mm-hmm. and get these because things going. Because we run this town. Right, or exactly. We're we billionaires and we also run the town. We can kind of direct right. people to, right. to assist us in a way that us laymans don't get to have. <laughs> right. Like, it's great. He's in this after-school program. He's in this program, like this music therapy, whatever. I guarantee there's a wait list, right? Mm-hmm. you know, that they're just waiting. You know, it's they don't talk about that kind of stuff. And it's just basic acknowledge it, you know, acknowledge yeah. that they have a private therapist that's coming in, that they've had to private hire, which some parents are able to do, you know, but, or, you know, have her stressed out. Like, I can't stand what this therapist is doing because... A lot of the times you don't like what happens, especially at the beginning of therapy, mm-hmm. but you have to trust the what's happening mm-hmm. <laughs> and trust the process a little bit. Yep. Or even have him have an in-home therapist. Yeah. Right. You know, now that we're in the school year, we should see him having like an in-home therapist. I mean, there was a point where my daughter would not use a pencil and that was what we spent 90% of her therapy sessions three times a week after school was just seriously hold the pencil. Like circle whatever the answer is you know but Mm -hmm. now it's not an issue but I mean for a long time it was you know he doesn't seem to have but I mean every child has their own different needs too so there's that Mm -hmm. but show them (laughs) right yeah I think they used to do a little bit more of those like issues of the day things on the show you know like I remember when Christina was involved with that guy years and years ago that was being physical with her and they like did the whole thing at like the beginning of the episode like if you're experiencing this Mm -hmm. call this number we can help and Mm -hmm. I think that they did they used to do more of that and maybe that's just because I watch on Hulu now I was just gonna say I wonder how much of that they just don't put on Hulu Mm -hmm. oh that is interesting because it, it might very well be, like, a rule across all cable. Because there are some shows that will pop up first and be, like, mm-hmm. trigger warning. This show has XYZ, which I think more shows need to do. Because a lot of people have been through some traumatic things. And we don't need to show that on the TV because it can be triggering. And also, why is that everyone's go-to thing? Like, something, like, super violent and traum- and traumatic happens to a character. And they use that as character development, you know? Mm-hmm. There are other things we can do to develop characters than give them leukemia and pregnant at the same time, you know? Right. Right. After she's already had to think that she gave up her baby for adoption only to find out that, no, that baby actually died. Yeah. Years later. Why isn't that what they're working towards discovering? Why did the baby die? I mean, they said SIDS, but, you know, there's 
why isn't she doing like some kind of testing there? And they're like, and then have it somehow wind up with ancestry.com or something like that. Like, mm-hmm. cause I mean, that's still a drop storyline from Stella, mm-hmm. you yeah. know, but have her maybe trying to find, well, I don't know anything about my family now. Let me see if I can find someone do one of these DNA mm-hmm. tests, find if there is a genetic marker that would have yeah. led to that or something. Instead, no, one we're giving thing, her leukemia. One thing that I don't understand is how are Nell and Willow supposed to be sisters? They're supposed like, to be I don't get. I don't understand that. I, you know, I think that Phyllis would have known that Nina was having twins, right? She was the nurse that was taking care of her in that whatever facility she was at, you know? Mm-hmm. Don't you do an ultrasound even though mama's in a coma? You got to make sure the baby's growing right. Don't yeah. you do some ultrasounds? I mean, I'm not a medical professional, but I've just watched a lot of Grey's Anatomy and General <laughs> Hospital, you know? <laughs> Yeah, because if you're having twins and you're having an ultrasound, they're going to tell you (laughs) that they're going to see that there are two babies there, right? Because we've talked about this, that like our age group is the first that really had ultrasounds done. Mm. So did did your mom have an ultrasound with you? I think we talked about this. I I don't don't know. But but exactly, you don't even know. Yeah. If Willow's going to be... If Willow's like in her 30s, like that's 30, exactly it. Like they're in the age that they definitely the technology would was there in the yes. 90s. Yes. I like mean, if it was a 40 something year old finding out they were a twin and they didn't know during pregnancy, that's kind of more understandable because it wasn't. But someone has to know. Phyllis had, she was there when the babies were born. Mm-hmm. She would mm-hmm. have seen two babies. If she didn't see two babies, then I want to know why she was allowed to still be a nurse. <laughs> <laughs> but remember, she walked out of the room. Oh, it's always, <laughs> they can always put in something to make it not, to make it work for the story and not for the logic, you know? Yeah. <laughs> but wasn't it she walked out of the room and then Harmony came in and delivered the second one or something? Yeah. I don't know. It was something like that. Yeah. Or did that's Phyllis a, say that she did know that there was twins? A- I don't think she knew. Okay. If Nina was in a coma and she had the babies, can you do a natural birth while you're comatose? Or do you, or does it have to be a C-section? Again, I'm not a medical She would not have been able to push. So, so they probably would have had to take in the babies. Oh my gosh, you are breaking this all open. <laughs> <laughs> I think yeah, about this true. a lot. <laughs> I've been trying to them- figure out how this is going to be like a like a Willow and Nell sister thing. That's why I'm not thinking that they're going to be sisters, that Nell was just there or something, like the baby trading ring or something. But mm-hmm. however it works, we'll figure it out. Twins seems to be the MO. Evil twins, they also like to do evil twins, mm-hmm. which is funny to watch. <laughs> Between the two of us, we have given birth six times. How did we not even consider right, the fact, the fact that, it that would she was in a coma and would not have been able to push and she would have had to have had a C-section? Wow. <laughs> that just answered all of it. <laughs> so I some don't... doctors, some doctors, some medical staff had to have known. And Nina's mom had a lot of money, so maybe she could have paid off some of the medical staff. To like, right. I mean, Helena's done that for medical staff before. Like, how many babies and people, like full-grown people, adults, have been snatched out of hospitals on Helena's orders by hired help? You know, it can't. Weirder things have happened. It can be done, but if the world can be frozen, 
twins can be right? taken. <laughs> <laughs> um, it it actually says that it's possible. Your body it, takes. It over. says that the body would, even though like she wouldn't have been able to assist with pushing, that the body would have maybe like compensated for that. Wow. All right. So it's a possibility. I I, I wonder. Yeah. I wonder. I think it's more how... believable that they would have a C-section, though. Yeah. In my opinion, yeah. I think that would be the more medically advised thing. And again, not a not a doctor over here, but like, yeah. we I think I would rely at the beginning on... of our show. Right. Yeah. Disclaimer: not None of us professionals are doctors. watch a lot of GH and Google. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it makes sense. I mean, can it happen? Sure. Is it more likely? No. Yeah. Oh, that's a really good point. That is. I know. <laughs> I'm embarrassed we'll, now. <laughs> we'll see how long they they drag it out for before they make it make sense, you know? Mm -hmm. I wouldn't enjoy it, but I wouldn't be surprised if Willow, they drag it out for like nine months to a year, and Willow's given birth before anything happens, and it's like, Nina busts in right when the baby's born, like, hi, I'm here to save you with my bone marrow. Or something like that. <laughs> That's how it happens. I mean, I don't think that Phyllis ever said that she knew or didn't know. I think that's going to be a big secret that comes out eventually. Because remember, she was having, when she saw Willow's mom, she kind of freaked out. Yeah. Because mm -hmm. she said Lorraine. And yeah. she's like, oh, we used to work together. and Right. But they didn't get into it of what they knew. I thought she had said something. I don't remember. I don't think so. I don't, I don't think she admitted to it. Yeah. I don't think any information about that has come out right. much more. Phyllis hasn't been on for a couple weeks, has she? I know. It's been a long time. Yeah. I like that um, she's running the, the bar. I think mm -hmm. that's good for her. That way they can keep the character in the world, but mm -hmm. she doesn't have to be there like every day, you know, because mm -hmm. she's kind of like on, the, like on a sideline character, like bring her mm, in right. to fill in gaps. And, like, bring her in when Sunny needs a talking to and then send her back, <laughs> you yeah. know? I like her. I like her and Lenny. Like, that that broke my heart yeah. when he died. Yeah. I think that's the last time that we saw her was when oh, it was Lenny's ghost. Or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. It was their anniversary. Huh. I wonder where she's been. I don't know. Christina's now the manager of the, of the Charlies. They promoted her to manager. So I wonder if Phyllis needs to be around as often if Christina's going to run the joint for the most part. Yeah. Christina knows what she's doing since she's done it before. Yep. <laughs> yeah, I wonder, <laughs> I wonder if they're going to be able to do a storyline with another good storyline with Christina soon. Because she's a good actress. I'd mm -hmm. love to see her do another good storyline. Like, I liked the I liked the Dawn of Day storyline. I thought she played it really well. And I liked all of the Dawn of Day stuff. I, I liked that... Um, I just think it would have been great if they I had let the storyline stay with her instead of giving it to Sam. Yeah. Because as soon as Sam got in on it, it stopped being about Christina mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. that I didn't Sam like. And, Jason and then didn't yeah. Sam go to prison for a bit or something? Or was supposed to go to prison for killing Shiloh? Maybe. Because she shot him in the head with a flare gun or something. <laughs> it, was, it was a really <laughs> weird way. It was a really different way of <laughs> yeah. how they do things usually. Maybe. She was on parole at some point. And that's yes. how Valentine ended up with the shares from right. mm -hmm. Danny. 
um, and how he was able to get more control of ELQ because mm-hmm. he got her a parole officer that would let her spend time with Jason. Right. Yep. yep and then yep, that yep. crumbled, which was annoying. Mm-hmm. Hmm. I'm not sure that I'm liking Sam and Dante. No. I hate it. It's disgusting. <laughs> I just... Sam used to be a really intense character, and they've softened her a lot. Mm-hmm. And I just, you know, I'm not sure I'm a fan of, like, the let's get them married and give them a baby and see how they can soften. Or maybe mm-hmm. not soften. You know, like, the only one that hasn't really softened, well, the two that really haven't, is Ava and Carly. Mm-hmm. They're, they're both intense women and moms at the same time. Like, we can do this. We don't have to make them soft and warm and fuzzy when the character for years was never that way. Mm-hmm. You know, like, the characters that become... The, the characters that have kids and don't really change are, like, the Willows. You know, like, she was a school teacher, brought in as a school teacher, a really nurturing character from the jump, you know? Mm-hmm. Brooklyn is one that's kind of going across the line, you know, like, she was never as intense as, like, Carly or Ava, but, like, still kind of there, but she's doing both a little bit, you know? Mm -hmm. She's definitely very Lois-y, I feel. Yeah. Lately, they've been making her very, because she's very, very family-oriented. I think she's just very torn about the direction that her life is going right now Mm -hmm. and, like, where she wants to go. I think her and Chase are going to be super cute once they finally just get this over and done with and together. Right. I know. I don't like this whole Chase becoming a pop star thing. I don't think it fits him. Like, Mm -mm. people can like to sing and not have to become a pop star, you know? Like, (laughs) I enjoy singing, but I'm not out here trying to become famous. Right. Put on Taylor Swift in the car and I'm golden. Like, I don't (laughs) need I don't want to try and become Taylor Swift level, which no one can. She's on her own. That's right. (laughs) No, it's definitely weird. See, and that's another storyline that they kind of dropped with um, Link is supposed to be like Kesha's producer or whatever. And they let that go. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like, yeah, Link's all slimy and everything, but this was like a real problem. Yeah. Yeah, there was never really that resolution to it. Like with the with the autism stories too, like we're not getting the full spectrum of it. Mm-hmm. It wasn't just that, well, we, we don't know the scope of what Link may have done to Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. And the, it kind of, they kind of touch on kind of what Taylor Swift was going, is mm-hmm. going through with her music that she wrote and produced and owned, like that she wants to own is owned by someone else. Mm-hmm. Her life's work is owned by someone else and they're profiting off of it. Which is why she's re-recording all of her stuff. Which is awesome. Right? To make her old music almost obsolete, you know? Yep. Which I I love to see that. So I think it's interesting that they're pulling it in. And mm-hmm. those of us that know that this is inspired by what Taylor Swift is going through and the other part was inspired by Kesha, we get it. But they could, like, maybe say a little more. But maybe they can't because of, like, standards and practices or something. Like, they might yeah, but not they could at least say it outright. Right. But I feel like they could mention a little bit more like, oh, yeah, this is a rampant issue in the music industry, you know, and have maybe Ned talk about, yeah, that's why I didn't continue pursuing Eddie Main because, mm-hmm. you know, I saw what Lois was going through with L&B yeah. and blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Yeah. And maybe he could even take it a step further and be like, 
I, on behalf of men, I understand I didn't, I was, I wasn't experiencing this. Like this is something that men don't get like as often, you know, mm. it's more of a issue of harassment for women. So like maybe he could be like, I apologize on behalf of all men in the music industry that this has happened. <laughs> eat crow a little bit it has to happen to guys to some degree but definitely not on the same level that it does to women right yeah i thought it was a cool little throwback to see the pictures of of ned from his music days and was it leo that was in that scene that was like you looked weird (laughs) (laughs) and then ned was like that was the style It absolutely was. It was. What year was that happening? Was that the late 80s? That was the 90s. That was... 90s. Okay. Yep. Yeah, because I... There are some of these characters that I just don't remember. Like, I definitely was not watching when when Ned was Eddie Main, and I wasn't Mm -hmm. watching when Luke and Laura were doing all their things. But I... Yeah, the first storyline I remember pretty much is... No, I remember when James Franco was actually Franco. Oh. That was so good. I remember mm-hmm. when he was on, and that was probably like the mid two thousands, maybe like two thousand eight or nine. Yeah, around yeah. there. Yeah, I remember that story pretty well. Um, but I didn't like when they first brought a new Franco, like another actor. Mm. I was like, again, <laughs> again with the bringing back the old peoples that were supposed to be dead, and then the brain tumors. What's with the brain tumors? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Like they need a list of okay, we can we can talk about this again, but not for fifteen years, right? Yeah. Because what the last bone marrow one that we had was Danny, mm-hmm. with Julian. and that wasn't that long ago. That no, was like that was when I was in high school, I think. So that okay. was at least eight years ago. And then Lulu, uh huh. And I feel like there's been somebody else that. I don't know. With bone marrow specifically. Mm -hmm. They've done like heart transplants before, right? Like actual organ transplants. Like someone needed a... Mm -hmm. Maxie has BJ's heart. Right. Okay. Yep. Yeah. So I think that would be maybe like something that's not, okay, one character has to die. We have to kill someone to Mm -hmm. save this other. But like you can do liver transplants where it's a living donor, like a kidney thing. They did that with Jocelyn back in the day forever ago. But. Well, yes, because Joss is supposed to have Jake's kidney, but he's alive now. So yeah, they said it was Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or um, oh, what they was never really thing? talk about Jocelyn's like the ramifications that she has as an adult, like health issues and stuff. Maybe not issues, but like yeah, I'm at GH because I'm having a follow up. I'm talking with Dr. Randolph about mm-hmm. my because i'm sure you gotta take anti-rejection meds you gotta take a bunch of stuff you know she's a very active person for someone mm-hmm. that had that's had a organ donation or like maxi has kawasaki syndrome and i know that we've heard her talk about it that she's been getting like checkups or whatever but it's never been mentioned that she's ever been concerned that any of her kids Mm-hmm. You know, and I'm not saying I don't want anything to happen to the babies because I mean, two right, of yeah. them have been born on the roadside. Oh my god! So we're good. Mm-hmm. But you know, there should be right. You check for genetic diseases. That yeah, and that know, could she- bring some more characters into the hospital. Mm-hmm. You know, like we could maybe not. Well, I think that they should bring in some more nurses. It seems so weird. There's only one now, two nurses that are like mm-hmm. named on consistently: Willow and Elizabeth, because. 
Amy's not on very often, and I don't know about the other nurses. I miss Felix mm-hmm. and some doctors. Like that's how they could bring Emma in, like as like a doctor, a child prodigy, or something, and just get more going on at the hospital. Okay, so just because this is going to come up on tomorrow's recap, do you know who Doogie Howser <laughs> is? Who? Doogie Howser. No. <laughs> I just told you. <laughs> okay. I know the I know the name, but I like it sounds familiar. It's not something I've never heard before. But okay. do you know what the show is about? No. Okay. Okay. So it was it was sh- only four seasons. Yeah, it was like a big thing back in our day. What year but was only that? Only four on? seasons. What year like, was that? Think, on? Shut up. What year was that? Shut on? Sh- <laughs> 1989. 89. Okay. That was before I was born. So I know. It was on in 89 and it was about a 16 year old that had gone through high school and was now um, getting his doctor degree because he was so smart, blah, 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 and whatever. And so they would show him like at home having 16 year old reactions like, oh, I like this girl and me and my friends are goofing around doing this. But then they would show him at work struggling with people being like, oh my gosh, you're 16, you don't know anything. And then he would rattle yeah. off, you know, all this information and know what he was doing. So we were talking about something with the oh. show and Emma, and we're talking about them aging her up. And she was like, oh yeah, like Dookie Hauser. And I was like, there's some yeah. people listening to this that might not know who Dookie Hauser is. <laughs> so I still feel like a cultural almost okay. the same age as Matt. Okay. And I bet he does not know what Doogie Howser is. Okay. <laughs> My kids probably don't know who he is. They know who it was Neil Patrick Harris was Doogie Howser. Okay. Okay. Right. I didn't know that it was only on for four years. I though. didn't either, but it I was like a major show back in yeah, the Yeah, it was like a big show. All right. <laughs> Thank you for that. I love being right. <laughs> not saying that you weren't wrong, but it's sad that we're that old that I was That's right. more of where I was. I was like, are you serious? Like, there's people who don't know who Doogie Hauser is? Given that most people that are watching General Hospital are not, it's not likely that the watchership, the viewership are in their mid-20s. You'll get some people that know, <laughs> that understand the reference. Thank you. Yes, there will definitely be like people Max that know. Max is not going to know. He's six. He, is Max six? How old is Max? I thought he was eight. Eight? Sorry, Max. I forgot how old you were. I thought he was eight. <laughs> I thought he was a year younger than Madeline. Okay. No, but there's more younger viewers than what you would think because we've interviewed yeah. a couple people that have been in their 20s. And I'm like, oh, really? I wouldn't, like, how did you get into it? Why did you get into it? Because to me, most moms weren't watching it then. So that's nice that yeah. they were. Yeah. Yeah. When I tell people that I watch General Hospital, it's pretty much the only show that I have the time to watch anymore just because work's crazy and long commutes and stuff. But they're like, really? General Hospital? That's what the retirees talk about. I am unashamed of my enjoyment of General Hospital. We all have our things, you know? Right. Guys go play golf for six hours and just drink on the course, and no one has any questions about that. But I watch General Hospital twice a week, honestly, right. not as often <laughs> as I should, and everyone gives me guff. 
<laughs> yeah, it's funny. People are like, oh, I used to watch that when I was younger. And it's like, oh, or you still watch that? And we're like, at what age are we supposed to stop? It's been on for 60 yeah. years or 59 mm -hmm. and a half years. Right. Like, my favorite is the people who tweet and stuff that they've been watching since day one. We're yeah. like, we need to talk to you because yeah, what are your thoughts? <laughs> yes, like how the show has changed. Um, my partner will watch with me when he's a, when he's like here at the apartment. He's not like grudging about it. He's not like making me turn off the TV or something, but he's not necessarily into it either, you know? Mm -hmm. And one day he was kind of just giving me guff like, how in the world are these stories real? And I was like, you think this is bad? They set the, they tried to freeze the world years ago. <laughs> and he did not believe me. So I was like, get on your cell phone, do some Googling, because I am not joking with you right now. This was, because they were talking about the ice princess, and he was like, mm -hmm. how big is this diamond supposed to be? And I was like, I've always imagined imagined it to be like the size of a football. Right. Like, I, I didn't watch back, and I probably should. They might have the clips on YouTube. I might be able to see the actual. It's a really good playlist. Yeah, I, I can put that on my on my list to put on in the background while I'm working from home, you know? <laughs> and then I can actually see what the diamond looks like. But I imagine it to be the size of a football somehow. And like, that's how it was so powerful. And that's why people are murdering each other for it. Cause it's giant. <laughs> mm -hmm. Well, there's two different ones. So the original one is like the size of like a golf ball, but square. Uh huh. And then the other one that like Helena had that she used over Lucky was it looked like a um like a stalagmite like almost right like yeah. is that the word the rocks that hang from the yep yeah and that it looked like a crystal or something okay. but then now it's back to being the little tiny but yeah but and it's not that big it's like no they well, keep talking possible. about cutting it up yeah it's possible they've broken it up so there's multi lots of people have different versions of the ice princess and maybe like one of them can freeze stuff and the other one can set stuff on fire or something that would be interesting <laughs> if it like turns into like avatar the last airbender like this one sets tornadoes and <laughs> mm. <laughs> this one brings you back from the dead and <laughs> Yep. Yeah. I mean, just that would be believable. Yeah. Yeah. That would solve a lot of questions. Like Helena has been the one to kidnap people and bring people back from the dead. So like maybe it was that version of the diamond that did it, you know? Yeah. Like <laughs> Gave that. her the power. Yeah. <laughs> that is good. Huh. It's just so fun to like theorize and just go like off the wall, like <laughs> The, the football-sized diamond is controlling your mind. Yep. <laughs> I like that idea, though, that there's multiple. Right, they each have different powers. That so, is like, fun. the one that Helena had, would it be, like, the, the mother diamond? And then the, the little <laughs> pieces that we've been seeing, you know, because one got sent to Lulu. Mm -hmm. And then the one that um, the Valentine one... just had, wasn't that more like the Helena I one? I thought the one that went to Lulu was fake. Oh, it was fake. But it was supposed yeah. to be. Yeah. Valentine has the one... But Jennifer Smith was trying to get back to Laura at Luke's memorial. But was it the I original that size that. or was it the Helena? I picture it one, the original the size. The original size. But I don't know. We will see. Yeah. <laughs> well, we have been talking for like an hour and a half, and this has been so much fun. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Love talking GH, but yes. not sure how long people will listen to. <laughs> Do you have anything else that you want to share with us real quick before we wrap up? Um, well, just thank you for having me on. I really appreciated the the time and the chit-chatting about it. And yeah, just let me know next Thursday 
It'll, I'll let, I'll let Even you know when it is. Okay. All right. Yeah. It'll, cause we're doing Dominique this week. Mm-hmm. I actually just might wind up doing it if I have a chance to edit it before. It just might wind up being like a bonus one because now we're going to get stuck down the Dominique rabbit, rabbit hole. So, yeah. and I don't like putting them off too, too long because then mm-hmm. a lot of what we talk yeah. about, we've already had answers about. So. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Sounds about right. Well, thank you guys for the time. And I hope that my, I hope that my nervousness didn't come out too much. Not oh, at all. Yeah, no, this was fun. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you guys. Thank, thank you so you. much. And we'll do this again and you're local. So we'll, maybe we'll get together sometime too. Yeah, definitely. If there's like, I don't know, like I want to go to one of the fan things because they come to Pittsburgh every so often, but Mm -hmm. it seems like I can never get my schedule to work out, but it would be so cool. (laughs) That would be. Yeah, Yeah. we'll we'll try to figure that out. If the next time that there's one in the area, maybe try to get a group of us together or something. Yeah, that would be super cool. Like the Pittsburgh GH crowd or something, you know? (laughs) (laughs) Well, thank you so much for your time and we'll talk to you soon. All right. Sounds great. All right. Take care. Bye. I love the different perspectives. I know we talk about like this all the time. I feel like I'm a broken record. I'm sorry. <laughs> but it's true. It's just exciting to hear people talk about things and you're like, yeah, that never clicked. And in this case, the fact that Nina would probably have had her baby or babies by a C-section, never thought about it. No, nope. but I also think that she would have mentioned that at some point in time. Like, yeah. I have this stupid scar and I didn't even get the baby that came from it or something in all her rage about not getting to take care of her child. You would think that she would have said something about it. Do you think that Madeline would have had her have reconstructive surgery while she was still? Madeline was that crazy. Madeline was that crazy, but because she wanted her to think that she lost the baby. So do you think that she would have had that fixed for her? There's no, no, no. Hold it. I'm taking that back because that is not something that needs to be fixed. Right. But had that hidden. Hidden. There you go. So that she did not physically see. So what happened here? Right. Maybe. I don't know. Wow. We need That would put Madeline on a whole nother level of crazy. You think that would put her on a whole? Yes. Not the fact that she drugged her own daughter and kept her in a coma and stole her babies. You think the plastic surgery? She put her in a coma. She put her in the coma. She didn't keep her in the coma. She did not help her get out of it. No, but. She put her in there. But she couldn't control the fact that it was 20 years. Nope. She didn't. Do you think she thought it was going to be like a day? No, she thought she was going to just, she didn't mean to put her in the coma. She thought she was going to drug her just enough to have her lose the baby. And when she went into the coma as a side effect of the drugs, it wasn't like they were like, hey, do you want to bring her back out? And she said, no, let's give her more meds to keep her under for longer. So she didn't keep her in a coma. She put her in a coma. I still, I still don't think that the next level above that would be having plastic surgery. Do you think she would think that far ahead though? Yes. Yes. Uh, I don't know. I absolutely do. We're going to have to talk about Madeline Reese sometime (laughs) because she was bonkers. She was. But yeah. How, how have we not thought about that? I don't know. I love that she went and bought a dress similar oh, to Carly's. After seeing that the original was too expensive. I love it. How many times have we looked on that site and been like, yeah, no. Yeah. <laughs> Can't do it. So love it. Cute. I love it. Yeah. Great interview. But I mean, what else did we expect? Another Pittsburgh person, of course. <laughs> Just another GH fan, of course. Yes. But yeah. So let's see if, and I love that she has the two dogs named yes. Max and Milo. They need to bring them back. I they agree. They do. They really, really do. And I'm standing by. Diane and Max are still together. Still together. 
so they broke up for a couple years, but then they got back together for sure. Yeah. And we just haven't seen him. But she also has not mentioned him. No, she has not. Hmm. I don't like it. It's kind of a bump. Did she console Epiphany at all? She did, but I don't remember her saying when Max and I broke up. Well, they would have been back together, but it would have been nice if it had been, yeah, you know, for the couple years that Max and I weren't together. Yeah. It was so hard. I don't remember her saying she that. She didn't. <laughs> I don't remember that happening. Okay. But yeah, so we hope that you enjoyed our conversation with Miranda. And if you would like to be one of our General Hospital fan spotlight, just go to our website, peer54podcast.com. And there is a GH fan spotlight form for you to fill out. Have a good weekend. And we'll meet you at the pier. Bye. Bye. If you enjoyed today's show, we invite you to go to peer54podcast.com to subscribe on your favorite platform. Don't forget to leave us a review. And you can also follow us on many social media channels. Just search for Peer 54 Podcast. Also, we are not perfect. So if there is something that we missed or messed up, just let us know by emailing us at peer54podcast at gmail.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com.